bear has nothing to do with hiking. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Can nobody the fiesta? It's the Trail Show. My God, Polly. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Amosio. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Or Max <laughs> Maganati. She's a fraud. And now, from Dilo's basement, it's the Trail Show. Ah, oh, yes. Live from Studio 3B at the Deloplex Broadcast Center in the liver of Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district, you are listening to The Trail Show. We've been downloaded over 21,000 times and are now heard in 75 countries around the world. Damn, worldwide, baby. It is Thursday, June 6th, and we are delighted to have you along with us today for our June show. Yeah. Wow. A personal thanks from all of us at The Trail Show to all of you listening to the show and spreading the word about our podcast. You've made this first year an incredible one, and we look forward to many shows ahead. Keep spreading the word about The Trail Show. Today's show is sponsored by Bison Design Group. A Colorado-based company providing marketing communication solutions to businesses around the world. Bison Design Group specializes in creating brand identities for startup companies and is currently running two specials for the Trail Show listeners. 500 glossy business cards using recycled paper and soy-based inks designed, printed, and delivered to your door for just $100. Custom WordPress websites for your business allowing you to control your website with ease starting at $800. Use discount code THETRAILSHOW. If your business is looking to attract a specific kind of customer and you want someone to help, visit bisondesigngroup.com. Bison Design Group, marketing communication solutions. We would like to thank Bison Design Group for sponsoring today's show. And if your business or website is interested in advertising on the trail show, please email our advertising staff at sales at the trailshow.com. We are offering $50 off show sponsorships and $25 off segment sponsorships for first-time advertisers. Partner with The Trail Show and get the word out about your business or website. That contact info again is sales at The Trail Show. And don't forget to hit up legal no, at The Trail no, Show, you too. you don't want to hit that. Don't embrace the D-Lo. Yeah. All right. Let's set the table, Mr. Mags. Well, we're starting off. National Trails Day was June 1st. We have some info about that. We're going to talk about trail work a little bit. And about a project that most of the trail show staff is doing for the Colorado Trail, doing trail work. That's right, coming up on June 15th. And the Noodleheads, are they living in France? Are they live in France? So in lieu of the top ten this month, we have live audio from them on the Camino de Santiago. Wow. They're on the Camino right now. They are. With... um Squatch, squatch. Well, they're not hiking together, but I think they plan to like link up at some point during mm. the, their walk. Interesting. Well, it's yeah. a big wilderness area, so they might get lost. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Could be hard to keep track of each other, huh? Exactly. Um, we have Disco's Trail Tip of the Month, inspired by D-Lo this month. Yeah, which really? he doesn't know about. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, this it's, is news to me. It's inspired by you. All you need to know is it's called RDL, and we'll explain that later. Okay. <laughs> We've done a lot of outdoor trips this month amongst all of us, and on one of these outdoor trips, the Trail Tip of the Month was inspired. Wow. So there, it yeah, all links together. And Dilo wasn't present. Yeah, I actually trip. haven't done any outdoor trips this past month. Except uh, for our own 
backyard trail work. I've been apparently. in my I've been in my front and backyard extensively for the past two months. Really, I'm actually looking forward to taking a break from the extensive time I'm spending in my yard to uh, put my 25 year pound son on my back and hike for like a mile or so. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so, I shouldn't say a mile. I meant more like an hour because I think that's about as long as he could really stand in there before he needs to crawl around and eat rocks and stuff. So, <laughs> Father of the year. Anyway. <laughs> uh, mailbag, our Baron, Baron Bandwidth sponsor. And we have some wonderful mail. Yeah, we've H- got an interesting mailbag this month. Yes, that's we do. A, our fans love us. Yeah. Um, we've had some great entries for the Colorado Trail swag. I mean, there were some really phenomenal entries. And D'Lo, once again, had to take some time off yeah. work to sift through all the entries. I that did. We and, and I really want to talk about a little bit later just how one of the en- these entries really just touched my heart and brought tears to my eye. And it was really. No, there it were. Soul. It, it touched my soul, man. It really just touched my soul. And there were excellent entries. Yeah. Except in um, that one, that soul-touching one. I have a oh, feeling no. I know what the soul-touching one <laughs> yeah. is. Okay. Um, we have that controversy from a few months ago with Jester. Embrace brutality controversy. Jester is giving his rebuttal this show. D'Lo, I don't is know. That what, is that why we've got him on the show tonight? Yes. That's correct. Too much Amendment 64 action from <laughs> D'Lo here, apparently. That's it, man. Um, hey, man, that email that he, he claimed that I sent uh, a year and a half ago. That's not true. That's a fraud. Uh, oh, so the email he posted online, that was a fake. It's all Photoshop. Yeah, dude, it's pretty easy to just go in there and Photoshop. something like that. Yeah, I, I did not type that. Um, oh Jester, gosh. if you're listening, please contact our legal department at legal <laughs> at thetrailshow.com. Oh, he'll be listening tonight. Yeah. Yes. Um, CDTC fundraiser recap. Uh, great opportunity to raise funds for the CDT. We went, some of us went to that and... It was a pretty good time. And yeah, big turnout. Yeah, it was great. It's uh, doing pretty well, the fundraiser. We'll give more information about that. Uh, we had our first meetup at Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. That was a good time. Crazy. It was like hundreds of people. Then. Hundreds. Thousands. Uh, they all wanted gardening tips from D-Lo. It was amazing. They drank all the beer. <laughs> yeah. Phenomenal. All that was right. great. Um, our usual media musings. Uh, we're going to tie into some of our trips and other things we talk about with the desert. And as always, Mr. Disco, take it away. We got Beer of the Month. We got Ask a Hiker with D-Lo, Ask a She-Hiker with P.O. Dizzle. We got Trail Trail of the Month, which is going to be the Oregon Desert Trail this month, and Trail News with Mags. Lots of news this month. Sweet. So, with that, we should get into my favorite segment, Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Month. D'Lo, what are we drinking? We are drinking a a booty box. That's right. We have a booty box here from Dry Dock Brewing Company, which I believe is from Aurora, Colorado. It is. We featured one of their beers just randomly. It's about Um, the only good thing that's ever come out of Aurora. Oh, (laughs) send all hate mail to pod at thetrailshow.com. And City of Aurora, if you have any qualms with our um, belittling of your fine suburban city, uh, you can contact legal at the trailshow.com. <laughs> and so we've got four beers from Dry Dock tonight. We've got their Apricot Blonde, which I've already busted which open. Which is delicious. This Squatch is would love this. Super yeah. tasty. It is super fruity. tasty. It's a good summer beer. It's, uh, it, it reminds me of the Magic Hat number nine, but which has been like blanded out and dumbed down nowadays or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm, being, maybe I'm no, just being mean, but... You're being a big mean, brewery yeah. bought it. A big I, brewery it's, it's bought weird. it. I bought. I, I when I saw the magic hat number come out here to Colorado, I was like, "Whoa, that's great! How did that happen?" And of course, you know, I, they got acquired by mm-hmm. a big brewery, so then I have the distribution channels. But I tried the number nine, and it, it was wasn't, more like a number seven. It wasn't as like great as I remember it. I used to remember the number nine as being oh, yeah. super flavorful and fruity. But maybe yeah. I've um, maybe it's just maybe they haven't. Um, 
digressed. Maybe I've progressed. I oh, wow. really doubt that very much. Max? No, as a beer drinker, maybe I've progressed you, as a beer drinker. You're a more mature beer drinker. Yeah. You know, if you put your strong nostril to the apricot owl, you can really smell the apricot. The one that lets out the fire when I'm doing well, like Kundalini <clears throat> breathing. You mean? That's exactly it, right. It does have apricot puree in it. Max, what are you drinking? Which the, one? The Hefeweizen. The Hefeweizen. All right. There's two more. There's an ESB in there, and there is a um, oh the a brown one, ale, the, the hop abomination, which we had on oh, the show. We've had that before yeah. a couple months ago. So that's Mike DeLorenzo's beer. My only beer of the my month. only problem with the dry dock is why why the sea theme when you're in Aurora, Colorado. That's my only question. Yes, you know I work with a person who bartends there. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask him that. Okay, Ooh. yeah. When you, when you do uh, there, <laughs> when you do go in there to ask, are you actually going to go? No, to he works. He, he works. You're going to go out to Aurora. And no, ask this I'm question. going to go up to his cubicle upstairs. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> not quite as interesting. If you, do, if you do find yourself in Aurora, please do go um, in incognito mode. <laughs> we don't want them to know that you're from <laughs> the trail show. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god! But he knows me though, so it's kind of difficult. Mm. So that's uh, that's my beer of the month. All right, so let's uh, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. Mags, National Trails Day was June first. It was June first. Uh, we didn't do anything particular for National Trails Day, though. I did go skiing on the trail. Ooh. What? I went skiing. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna shut it down. <laughs> how was it, how was it? I uh, wanted to ask you this. It wasn't bad snow. It was yeah. corn snow. Uh huh. Um, Where did you go? Blue Lake, up oh. near the, not too far from the continental didn't divide. Didn't you go up above Blue Lake? Didn't no, you it was all the divide was all socked in and windy. They bailed. Oh, and I'm like, you know, I've been there before. And yeah. I don't feel the need well, to. Well, it's kind of sketchy to go above tree line when you can't see anything and navigate your way back. Exactly by, by compass. So it's tricky. <laughs> Com- by by what, Dilo? Compass. Okay. Compass. Sure. Is, that, is that the cool way of saying compass now? Yeah, it is. All right. No, we didn't break out our compass. No. No. The compass. Well, that's but, good. That means you didn't get lost. No, we didn't get lost, and we, we found our way back to the bike. So this is like a multi-event you know, trip. You bike in. Then yeah. you, it was like an, a winter Ironman. Wait a minute. You, yes. You bike in from a You go to the head? winter trailhead at Brannard. You have okay. to bike up the road with your skis. Now, there was no snow on, on the road, Your right? skis on? Did you bike with the skis That'd on? That'd be really cool, but no, we didn't do that. So you carried the skis like in your hand while you biked up the road? On our pack. Oh, okay. Right. Then we put the skis on, ski up, and we ski back and go back on the bike and head on down. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Watch that beer. <laughs> well, that was my right hand. Drinking a liter of soda. <laughs> okay. So so we've got some trail work coming up, trail work day up in Buena Vista. Yeah, that's how we're, we're doing National Trails Day a little later. Um, yeah. Okay. D-Lo's doing his yard work, but the rest no, of us. No, actually, that's the first weekend we, are, we have for months now we've been planning to go camping with our uh, about one-year-old son. So oh, awesome. The child that is Leo. The child that is going to be eating every rock <laughs> and twig in, in the group campground. Lichen? How about lichens? He's going to be licking rocks. Licking lichen on the rocks. Eating okay. rocks. Twigs. What's his deal with rocks, man? That's kind of an odd you know, f- well, thing he's got going on Look there. at it from his perspective. He sees these big trucks come up all the time dumping rocks. Yeah. For, then he sees his dad move the rocks. So, right. So he's associating rocks with his dad. Could be. Yeah. It's kind of huh. sweet. Yeah, That's a, I, I just think little babies like to eat things. I don't know if he really gets as deep as what Mags is always saying there, but children. Uh, you know what this makes you want to do? Talk about the trail work we're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's okay. get back to that. So, so, so here, here's the backstory on that. Um, the professor is a good friend of ours, and he's also the president of the Colorado Trail Foundation, and we've known him for a while now. I've known him since 2003. I met him on so Georgia Pass. So ten years. And Georgia Pass on the correct. Colorado Trail he and CDT. All right, so he and his friends maintain a 16-mile stretch of the Colorado Trail that's right near BV. 
And POD and I pretty much go out on that every other year. For yeah. some reason, we can't do it every year. No. So this year, um, uh, actually, it's June 15th, which is coming up. That's a Saturday. And we're going out. We're only doing like a 10-mile stretch this year from what we've heard. Last year, there was over 200 blowdowns in like a three-mile stretch. And they actually had three work days just to get it clear. Yeah. And it's it, most of that section's in a wilderness area, so you can't take chainsaws in there. It's all got to be done by hand, non-motorized, non-mechanized, that whole bit. So we got the trail clear, which was kind of like a monumental effort. And and because of that, Pepper was able to complete his that's Colorado right. Trail speed record. Wow. So Thanks you guys to, seriously that's enabled right, this man. Yeah. yeah, That's right. It Thanks. all comes back together. Had nothing yeah. to do with that Amish barn raising back <laughs> in Pennsylvania, did it? But nothing. We, maybe we should call Pepper tonight. And, and, you know, Give him a call, man. Right. He's answered every other time yeah, we've called no, him. I'm done, I'm done with calling that guy. He never answers his phone. Well, I was going to say, trail work's a great thing to do. I mean, not only is it good to give back, it can actually be fun, believe it or not, even though yeah. it's hard work. You yeah. get to camp in place so you're normally not allowed. Yeah, that's true. And you drink a lot of beer. Drink you have live we deload I've done overnight um trail work for the C D T organization yeah. back when the C D T A it was a great time. Yeah, those are fun. Those are fun. You roll in there and you camp out and everybody's at the group campground hanging out and you go out and you do six, seven hours of work, you know, you get out early, you're back in camp by three. Yeah. Catered lunch, you know, they got beers, you're kicking Naps. it in the campground. Take a nap when you get back. Yeah, it's good good stuff. Yeah, good and stuff. it's usually, again, beautiful area. We're on Cottonwood Pass. Another, uh, another good group to do work with is the uh, Colorado 14ers Initiative. Yep. Yeah, They I do know some good them. stuff. They, they do some good they stuff. They do some real good stuff. And there's probably a local trail org in your area that could use one, no matter where you live. We've done day trips with the Boulder Open Space people. Mm-hmm. Just get on the Google. Yeah, just out. do it. It's a great thing to give back. It can be a lot of fun. It's your really lo- your local uh, REI, I think, could probably like direct you absolutely uh, to a lot of stuff like that. That's happening. So do trail work. It's a good thing. Cool. And Hearsay is going to be joining us on that work day. Awesome. So we're gonna have a whole little co- um, right. trail show contingent there, ready to go. Normally, we give you a Noodleheads top ten, and and this month they're actually live on the Camino de Santiago, and they actually use the French translation of that, and it's like the. Camino de Saint Jacques or something. I don't know. You'll hear it in this. Saint Jacques. Yeah, I don't know. You'll, you'll hear it on their little clip. Camino so, de Saint Jacques. So, so they actually sent us some audio um, via, uh, direct from the Camino. And in lieu of their top 10 this month, we're going to listen in to the new hits. So here we go. Bon chemin, trail show listeners. This is Rigatoni Noodlehead. And Angel Hair and Noodlehead. We are about a quarter way done with a thousand mile walk on the Chemin de San Jacques or the Camino de Santiago. It's really big blue French skies above us, wheat field to our left, mowed hay field to our right. We're walking down a single lane asphalt road with no lines in it that could accept a car but probably won't for hours on end connecting a couple villages right now heading south to Spain on as I said the Camino de Santiago Um, this is a trail really doesn't have a start it's uh, it starts wherever you are basically and that's why the symbol of the Camino is the conch shell it uh, if you picture a conch shell, it has all these lines going down to the bottom of it, and it uh, that symbolizes all the trails. So you can start this trail if you want a 500-mile walk in Roncesvalles, Spain, in the Pyrenees. If you want a 1,000-mile walk, you can start where we did in Le Puy, France. 
You could start it in Paris, you could start it in Geneva for a 1250 mile walk, or you could start it up in Norway. People just started it wherever they were in Europe and they walked to the remains of the Apostle St. James in Santiago, Spain, which is in the northwest corner of Spain. This uh, trail has been around for you know, at least a thousand years and people have just been, it's kind of like the Mecca for Christianity. Although nowadays it's, you know, it's not that immersed. It's still very Christian, of course, but uh, you don't have to be scared away from the Christianity part of it. It's fun to just walk it and walk it in a meditative, spiritual way, which is what Angel Hair and I are doing. Uh, there's two ways to do this. I'm, I'm going to explain the European way and then Angel Hair will tell you the uh, maybe the American way that you might want to do it. The European way to do this is, is every day you walk 20 to 30K and you stop in what's called a jeet or in Spain they'll start calling them refugios which are basically bunk houses. You get a shower, you wash your clothes in a sink. Every now and then they may cook you dinner, they may cook you breakfast. Um, well cook is a, in parentheses for breakfast because breakfast is toast and jam and coffee in a bowl. Um, wonderful tradition here to drink coffee in a bowl in France. <laughs> I'm getting off track. The, uh, so the European way is, to, is you get a shower every night. In fact, we've been out for 18 days and we've had showers probably 15 times and we've decided to start camping the last couple days just to shake it up a bit. Uh, but there's, there's no shortage of of wonderful little bunk houses and each one is is very reasonable and friendly. Some are called donativos. How about the American way? Well, you can definitely do this on any budget you have. As Gary mentioned, there's, um, as Rigatoni said, there's uh, really nice jeets to stay in. There's donation jeets where you just give what you can. But also between the towns, there are plenty of spots to throw down a tent so that's what we've been doing the last couple nights but we've been noticing the whole time that oh that'd be a good camping spot so um we just waited until the weather was good we're unusual in that we have a tent most people don't yeah so for us it we, it, we feel liberated that we can um camp when we want and not have to stop in a town it's so easy to buy your food every day you don't have to carry a bunch of food that is the thing every day is a town day on the Camino yes uh, you're walking to a town you don't have to carry a lot of food ice cream every day you could have ice cream every day if you wanted you can have a bottle of wine every day if you wanted you can there's water fountains in all the little towns and the towns are sometimes only 5k apart. that's true we're not getting our water from streams we're Basically getting them from fountains in each town. We fill up our water bottles and walk another 5K to the next town. So if you are straight off the AT, PCT, CDT hiking and you would really like to shake it up, this is not a nature walk, but it is it's really, history. really beautiful countryside and the medieval towns you walk through with cobblestone streets and ancient castles and abbeys um, it's still delightful uh, this sort of walking so 
And on a budget, if you're on a, I mean, any kind of budget, really, you know, the, the hostels or jeets or, or fujios are going to cost between U.S. dollar-wise, it's going to be $15 a night down to like $8 a night. Yes. Um, so that's what you would be paying. And We've heard that Spain is a lot cheaper than France, too. Yep. We haven't found France uh, too expensive. No, you could do this on, seriously, on a... You could do it on a $50 a day budget down to a $25 a day budget and feed yourself very well. And The French are super friendly and welcoming to pilgrims. We've had all sorts of trail magic. People set coffee and tea in front of their house and we'll, you know, we've had juice bought for us, coffee bought for us just because, uh, I don't know, they're very welcoming to this sort of thing. So we're so, 250 miles in. We hope to get back with you maybe for the next episode of the trail show. And until then, we'll be hiking south on the Camino de Saint-Jacques. And uh, au revoir, outreya. A tout à All right, so Dilo, we got to talk about the continued embrace the brutality controversy. Um, okay. We, we actually have Jester live via satellite link in PA tonight. Oh, I'm not sure if I can talk to him. Yeah, but 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 let's you know just for the listeners, let's refresh everybody's memory of of what was said during show eleven. Let's go right into the controversy over embrace the brutality. What is the controversy? Yeah, what controversy? Well, Dilo, you're you're the dude. You're the guy that coined the term. I did, yeah. Okay, and and from what I'm I'm seeing now on um, you know on the wire there is that there's a documentary that dons the same name, and I was just curious like what kind of partnership you had worked out yeah. with Jester to use the name. Did you no, sign a, a, a waiver? He has not appro- Jester has not approached me about using my uh, oh. catchphrase. <laughs> all, right, all right, so Dilo, you said Jester has not approached you about using your catchphrase. And I stand my ground. He has not approached me. All right, l- let's give Jester a call. <laughs> we-, we need to get to the bottom of this controversy, people. Hello? Jester, it is yes. Disco, Dilo, Mags, and P.O.D. from The Trail Show. How are you, sir? Doing good. How are you guys? We're we're good. We're fantastic. Good. We're great. We we just played some audio from show eleven where mm-hmm. Dilo said that he did not give you permission to use his catchphrase. And I stand by that gesture. <laughs> I stand so, by that statement. <laughs> he also says that you never approached him about using the phrase. And I'm going right, to cut right, right to the chase here, Jester. I think you have some serious skills with the developer tools on your browser, and I think you mocked up that email that you posted to our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> so so just so the listeners know, at, at, on our Facebook page, Jester posted a screenshot from the email he sent to Delo. what, back in 08, 07? I don't know. When 2011. You, two, no, it was, yeah, it was like August of 2011, I think. Jester, you don't happen to have the email at, at hand, do you? I do, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, all right. Well, if you don't, if you don't mind, um, c- could you read a little bit from that email? Sure. Um, okay. So the quickly, like my part, I'll go quickly through it because I was explaining to D'Lo how I got his information, and then uh, it said, uh, you know, uh, I, that I'd asked her where "embrace the brutality" came from, and uh, then I wrote, uh, she sent me a brief history of the phrase. 
and said that basically you are patient zero as far as the saying goes. So I just wanted to check in with you and make sure that it would be okay to use this as my title. It's just a working title for now, but I like it so much that it might end up being the actual title of the film. I promise that if I use it, the film won't suck. <laughs> uh, I can say that with some confidence, I think. Um, and then the reply was, uh, Jester, sorry I didn't get back to you sooner. I somehow forgot about this email until I saw it again last night. Anyway, by all means, feel free to use the phrase Embrace oh. the Brutality for your documentary. Oh. I would be honored if you did so, and I look forward to seeing your documentary when you complete it. And good luck on your hike. Cheers, D-Lo. That's not, that's, I would have never written that. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the cadence is all wrong for my emails. My emails have a much better cadence than that. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so just by the cadence of that email that you just read to us, I, I didn't write that. I think somebody hacked into my email and wrote that. And, and if any of the listeners want to see that email, it is at facebook.com slash the trail show. Please take a look. You can see D'Lo wrote with his own fingers. Um, <laughs> feel free to use my catchphrase. He, he's I, also a big um, proponent of Amendment 64. I'll just throw that out there. Right. And, and, I, and, I, and I do want to say that I tried to point out to uh, some of D'Lo's uh, – fellow uh trail show people that one of the that the reason he probably didn't find it in his email when he looked I, you know i listened to that show and he was looking through his email trying to find it and and the reason why he didn't find it is that in uh in my gmail account it's not my real name that's attached to the gmail account so he was probably looking for shane o'donnell which is my real name and he wouldn't have found it by looking through the through his emails for that or for Jester. Actually, Jester, that email, the date that you stated there back in uh, what was it, August or July of 2011? Right, right. That was when my uh, Gmail account was uh, mysteriously hacked by the Chinese um, for about a month, man. Like my, my account was taken over by Chinese militants. And that doesn't sound like Chinese writing. No, but it, you know it, the, the Chinese are very malicious when it comes to um, hacking into American technologies Whoa. and stuff like that. So wow. no, it's it's not. A, this is not a America versus China thing. This is just a statement of fact. Wow, dude. The Chinese it's are very malicious. Taken over by a Nigerian prince. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Nigerians. Um, I actually had Nigerians get my credit card before and order some uh, software documentation to Nigeria, which was kind of weird. It was from a guy in Maine. He didn't know what was going on. Anyways, I don't live in Lagos. I've never lived in Lagos. But the date, of that, the date of that email does correspond to when my Gmail account was um, hacked by Chinese uh, militants. So, so you continue to refute the what is obvious to to the rest of the trail show nation at this point. Well, I think a, I think a multitude of things happened. I think maybe Jester forged this email with his like web development skills. I think maybe the Chinese this this the date of this email does correspond to like I said when my email was yeah. hacked by Chinese militants. Okay, um, yeah. So there you have it. So Jester, it looks like you win, sir. <laughs> as usual as usual so so now that we know that you know wait a minute what do you mean now that you know now that we know what the truth is can you can you wait actually get, can you talk to us a little bit about the film when's it coming out uh, i know you've been doing screenings when is it going to be on dvd and and download and all that good stuff yeah um i haven't actually done like a, a, a full screening of the final version what i what i did was i showed it down at trail days uh a version that was probably like 95% finished um, with, with some editing still to go. And then last weekend, I showed it to a test screening. Uh, I did this with the last movie with Wizards of the PCT where I showed it to a group of, uh, a group of like about 10 non-hikers. 
um, just just to make sure that none of it was confusing to people that didn't hike, um, and to make any changes. You know that that if there was something where they were like, I don't understand what's going on there, um, to go back and, and make things simpler because I don't want it to be a bunch of hiking in jokes. Sure. Uh, I wanted to sort of be able to stand alone as a, a film. You know, I, I like when people you know, have written to me about the last movie and said, oh, you know, I, I showed it to my friends back home and now they understand what I do and, right. and, and, uh, and why I do it. So I think, you know, for me, it's important that non-hikers get it. And so I did a test screening last weekend with a bunch of non-hikers and uh, made some changes this past week. And now I still need to just uh, I need to just. Um, do the menus uh, for the DVD, right? Uh, and then send it away. So, and then once I send are, it away, it's like seven to ten days. Got are it. you so, going to be doing a director's cut with uh, commentary from D'Lo? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it, man! It'll tank your film. <laughs> and who, Jester? I'm curious. Who was your uh, t- your test audience uh, last weekend? Were they what? Amish? Were they Amish? <laughs> <laughs> you are in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Was it a were, uh, was it at a barn raising? Was it at an Amish barn raising? Which was, is curious. That's was what we Pepper hypothesis. involved. Yeah, and where was Pepper? <laughs> we're not all Amish in Pennsylvania, you know. Really? Okay. No. Okay. We, do eat, we do all eat Scrapple. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, maple wow. maple flavored Scrapple too. Yeah. yeah. So, so Jester, if people want to get more info about <laughs> embrace the brutality, do you have a website they can go check out? Well, right now, the website will be up uh, shortly. If they go right now to EmbraceTheBrutality.com. Oh! Wow, he bought it, dude. Dilo, you're screwed. I am. It's those freaking Chinese who hacked my email, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Jester bought it. Be very careful. Don't let your email passwords, you know, use strong email passwords. Don't let the Chinese get into your inbox. Uh, I'm I'm sorry we interrupted you. So it's EmbraceTheBrutality.com. So if they go to that right now, it'll actually go to the Facebook page for the movie. Okay. Um, and there'll be updates on there, you know, as to when exactly it's coming out. And when the uh, website does go live, it'll, it'll, you know, I'll transfer that over and it'll become the, uh, the address for the actual website. So at the very latest, it'll be out by like Naked Hiking Day. Very, uh, very um, good, man. We look forward to reviewing a copy here on the trail show. Hey, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, good uh, deal. Our program director just stuck his head in the door. We got a jet. But um, okay. thanks for putting the controversy to rest. We're glad to know the truth. You know, there to still be a controversy. I need no, to- there, there, there is. Look for, uh, look for an email, I don't know, next few days from uh, legal, from our legal department, legal at thetrailshow.com. Be sure that you allow legal at thetrailshow.com through in your spam filters because there will be some very important information in there. I'm just going to hack legal at the trail show. <laughs> and, you, and you'll actually get and receive the emails, so it'll right, work out. Yeah, I'll be sending and receiving it. Okay. <laughs> All Far right, out, man. That just blew my mind. Jester, <laughs> thanks for talking with us tonight, man. We will uh, we'll be in touch, and we look forward to your movie. All right. Have a great night, guys. All right. Take care. Bye. Take care. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I got to say, I think Jester has a great sense of humor. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, see, th- this was all a joke, right? Right, Dilo? No, he's going to get an email from uh, legal at the trailer. <laughs> but ultimately, you lost the domain, Embrace the Brutality. I never, uh, I never had dude, the domain, did, Embrace what, the Brutality. Why did you never buy that domain? I don't know, dude. I never really wanted to buy the domain. What are you talking about? But everyone knows that saying. That's... You are the originator of it. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, much like I let, you know, Boulder-based extreme athlete lapse, <laughs> I wasn't really, wasn't really interested in Embrace but, the Brutality. He, you know, he really did own the domain rights, too. 
I know. I know. Trust me. BoulderBasedExtremeAthlete.com. All right. So <laughs> when we get back from break, we're going to go right into my trail tip of the month, which also involves DLO. So Is get, that the RDL? That's right. It's the, the RDL. RDL. Okay. When we get back. Donate $10 or more in June, and we will mail you a trail show sticker. Kaboom. The trail show. with 40,000 trail miles. Disco, the Princess of Darkness, Max, and Dilo. You can always find us at www.thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. Mags, how are the Cafe Press sales doing? About the same. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like this. Well, <laughs> there's like a tumbleweed rolling through our cafe press. We've earned store. seven dollars. <laughs> no, we made another seven dollars since last. Total, no total. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Total in the past thirteen months. <laughs> so our average is about what fifty cents a month is what it comes. Yeah, down to. but okay. you know it's a good way to give away prize. We gave away a pint glass to a 400th listener. And we got a good photo of said pint glass on the Facebook yes. page. They're really cool pint. If anything else, it's good to give to our listeners for special occasions. And yeah. I have two of the pint glasses at you know, Casa Mags, and they look pretty cool. I, you know, I should have wore the T-shirt tonight. I have a T-shirt. Uh, with the new logo? With the new logo. Dude. Oh, man. You there know, was a photographer in studio from uh, the Boulder newspaper, and you didn't wear your trail I didn't, shirt. I didn't think of it. Ugh. <sighs> I, I actually need some new clothes. Maybe I'll get myself a trail show T-shirt. <laughs> we saw a thong too. No, I don't need any new thongs. I need a new. I need new T-shirts. Really, it would look so good on you. Uh, the thong or the T-shirt? The thong. Really? Hey, D-Lo. Yeah. No. <laughs> and now it's time for Disco's trail tip of the month. D-Lo, not the reaction this month. What happened? I've I've numbed. You, I'm numb. You, you're burned out. Well, I think you're actually a little nervous because our, our trail tip of the month was actually invented this past Sunday. I'm not actually nervous. I've just had a long day of work. Yeah? Yeah. Well, let's hoist, uh, let's hoist one of these dry docks in right. your honor, sir. The dry docks. Yeah. Very actually, good. I, Mine's really dry. Yeah. Believe it or not, I called in sick to work today and, and did a bunch of work. Well, that was just to review the... Um, I did. The, the Colorado Trail swag contest, which is coming up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I actually spent the entire day reviewing... Um, Piles of entries. <laughs> it must have been like two hundred. Yeah, I Colorado Trail. At uh, least. Why? What, what was our contest again? <laughs> <laughs> we have from Yogi of PCTHandbook.com oh, fame. She donated some hey, Colorado hey, Trail swag. Hey, are you, are you guys hijacking my? Oh, right. Wow, dude. Okay. This isn't, right. yeah, sorry. This isn't we did. contest time. This is my. I think, this I is think, trail tip of the month. Time. I think we're actually jumping ahead in our. Uh, and, and the table Dude, schedule. Dilo's freaking out. All okay, right, let's so. go with the trail tip of the book. Okay, so if you remember from our previous episode, Dilo gave a tip where he likes to put on sunscreen before he gets in a car to ride down to a trail town to resupply to kind of cover up the stink 
of, of you know, just the hiker stink of, of having hiked for, you know, five, six days. I actually learned that from Uncle Green Bean. Yep. Shout out Uncle Green Bean. Woo! Represent. Yep. So this past weekend, three three of the four of us were on a day hike, uh, an 18-mile day hike in Boulder Open Space. With an obscene amount of elevation gain. And and, and one of one of us had an obscene amount of gas, and that would have been P.O.D. <laughs> Some crop dusting. And, so we... and unfortunately, she was hiking in the front. And Mags and I were getting crop dusted, you know, every 10 to 15 minutes. It, it was horrible. So, it was awesome. So we came up with, with a trick or a technique that we're calling the reverse DLO, also called RDL. So Mags and I both had sunscreen on. And whenever, you know, we, we heard her pass gas, we would immediately put our noses into our arms and would sniff the sunscreen so as that we wouldn't smell what was coming out of the PD. The hiker stench. Hence the name Reverse Dilo. Reverse Dilo. Smell your own sunscreen to cover up someone else's hiker stench. <laughs> Dilo, what do you think, man? Uh, uh, you know, guys, um... <laughs> we've been really beating up on Dilo this month with the I, gesture I don't call. Really, and the... I don't really think the Reverse Dilo is really all that useful to our <laughs> listeners as a trail tip, honestly. Well, I mean, I mean, you, you guys try it out, guys. Try it out. We had to use it while hiking. It worked out very well. If they hike with me, it'll be useful. <laughs> and with right, that, that's our, that is our tip of the month. Reverse D love. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of trips in Boulder Open Space, we here at the Trail Show have been on a few trips this past month. Mags? Well, we'll start with the trip we were just talking about. What I was calling the mini slam. The mini slam. We couldn't do the whole super slam because um, South Boulder Peak is still closed off due to the fire we had last year. So we decided to do very impromptu hike at the last minute in the Boulder open space. It ended up being by GPS 18 miles. And I don't agree with the elevation gain of the GPS. That was way no, off. It was way off. We're guessing by Matt Brophy, what, 6,500 feet gain? Yeah. Would you guys hike two Mount Everests that day? Pretty much, yeah. Two out of yeah, absolutely. but we did. <laughs> so we started. We started at ten a.m., which is a bit late, and um, our predicted finish time was like six thirty p.m. We didn't get back to Mag's truck until about eight fifteen p.m. Yeah, it was my fault. I pod was wrecked. I'm by the way, I'm very sensitive to the sun, and it usually takes me a while to kind of get used to hiking in the sun. And I haven't been hiking in the sun, and so. Sunday was like the first go, and it was like 80 degrees. It was full on sun, and it was a lot of elevation gain. And after like peak number two, I started to feel like really awful. So I was kind of like not moving so fast. And it wasn't just gain. We descended. There's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, after that big hike, we went to Southern Sun to get burgers and fries. And, and I, I couldn't eat it. Can you I believe felt that? so man? terrible. Well, you know... P.O.D., there is something here in Colorado that you can do to um, alleviate that <laughs> oh, nausea, gee. if you will, that you were feeling that day. I will. You will. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I, might amend, I, I might recommend that you uh, amendment 64 yourself to, uh, <laughs> to get through those I don't know. That difficult gives, stretches. It's been a long time, but that gives me cotton mouth. And yeah, I, but that... Hiking in the sun with cotton mouth up a hill. It I just, just causes you, you to drink more and stay hydrated. <laughs> Extra hydrated. Well, I don't know. I felt gross, and I went home, and I drank a bunch of electrolyte mix. She yeah. was pale. And then it, like, stayed in my stomach for, like, four <laughs> hours. My stomach was bloated, and I could hear the water swishing around in there. 
And we went to bed, and I was awake until two in the morning because every time Whoa. I moved, can you believe that? After it would like wow. slosh around. I, I fell asleep man. in like two minutes. It yeah, was, I was pretty tired. It was it was <clears throat> uncomfortable. That sounds awful, really. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the wildflowers are awesome. Oh, they yeah. were. Oh and, yeah, I've actually noticed some wildflowers yesterday, man. Fields of oh, yeah. wildflowers. And you'll appreciate they completed all the trail work on the backside of Green Mountain. Oh, it was wasn't that an awesome trail? It was an awesome nicely stretch. switchback. Great views of South hmm. Boulder and Bear Peak. It's burned back there, though, right? The back Backside of, no, not the backside no. of green, the backside of bear. Which you could see, for better or worse, South Boulder and Bear Peak. And yeah. man, is it crispy. Yeah. Scorched. So if we've got any listeners in the Boulder area that's looking to duplicate the hike, and I can't, actually, I could recommend it, but um, prepare to embrace the brutality. So we parked I get at a much earlier start. We parked at the Justice Center. We From there, we left and we bagged um, Sanitas, and then we went over to Anemone, mm-hmm. and then Red Rocks, and then we went down and did. The huge climb up to Flagstaff, bag that, and then we did green the, the jaunt over to Green, and from Green we we took that new section of trail back down to the to Encar Encar that little uphill up to Encar was almost as insulting as an enemy or a menemy or whatever that stupid <laughs> peak <laughs> was. <laughs> I can see I can I, see why you think that that peak is insulting because. Frankly, you get to this. Nobody told me there were going to be like thirteen false summits either. Like I was like sliding up there. I felt I was going to throw up, and I was like, "Oh, there's the top." And I got there, and I was like, "Damn it!" The trail keeps going, and then you start going down. And I thought, "Am I on the? Did they? Did I miss them somehow in my my fog here?" And the problem with anemone is that. It's nowhere. I mean, it's a great little hike in itself if you just want to go out and have a little hike. It's really nowhere. You're going out and back. Mags, I know you're itching to say something. I, You'll I, get a I, chance. Just uh, relax. Okay. Take a deep breath. <laughs> namaste. Yeah, namaste. Don't, don't, don't effing namaste me, okay? Um, <laughs> but anyways, you're, you're, you're cruising. You know, hey, we're heading up to Flagstaff. That's straight. Anemone is a right turn. One mile out and one mile no, back. No, it's not one mile, is it? Three quarters of a mile out, three quarters I of a mile back. it was It's from Ebon G. Fine, which is how we normally do it. It's a mile up and down. Oh, okay. Rather than saddles, like 0.4, 0.5. Okay, so it's a six-tenths of a mile out of your way, six-tenths of a mile back steep. into your way. To go where? To do what? Why are we doing this? Why can't we just keep going? What does it matter? Why do we have to see this little mountain? D'Lo loves that mountain. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Have there been any other hikes any of us have done last week? Well, month? I already mentioned the ski where I got up at 4 in the morning to do that, by the way. Oh, man, I'm shutting. I'm going to shut it down. But I went to Dinosaur, and this ties into... Dinosaur, right. You did yes. a trip to Dinosaur. And I won't go into it too... You know, it's like two different parts. of the Utah portion, which has the fossils and the petroglyphs. It's more of a windshield tourist area. Yeah. The Colorado side... Excuse of me, that- did you say windshield tourist? Oh, yeah. Okay, thank they you. He didn't. And just so folks know, we're talking about Dinosaur National Monument, which is up in the, basically it's up in the northwest corner of Colorado, and some of it straddles into Utah. Quite a bit of it's in Utah. Okay, okay. Uh, It's really well known because it's where the Yampa and the Green River meet. Okay. You know, the source of ultimately the Colorado River. And from, it ties into our whole desert theme the past few months, because that was a ground zero of the modern environmental movement. Oh, cool. Because David Brower of the Sierra Club fought a dam in that Echo Park area. But the compromise was flooding Glen Canyon and Flaming Gorge. Got you. And a few years later, after going to Dinosaur, he went through Glen Canyon. He vowed never again to compromise. So out of Dinosaur National Monument, we had the more modern you know, conservation environmental movement. 
So um, really, it's just a cool place while we're seeing. Yeah, I haven't been there. It's on my it's on my bucket Colorado bucket list, if you will. I think you will at some point. I will at some point. But I've just you know the farthest northwest I've ever been is the town of Craig, which is that's still mm. another what hour from dinosaur. At least, at least, yeah. So. I got to get up there at some point. Maybe in the fall. I don't know. It gets fall hot. would be it gets a better really time. hot, right during the summer. It's... I wouldn't recommend going Memorial Day weekend. Uh, <laughs> that's when we had time. It was the busiest time, and oh, that's when you went. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Well, it's when we had the time, and oh, but didn't yeah. you like the crowds there? Weren't they? Didn't you find it enjoyable to be <laughs> oh, around yeah. other people at the National? Market? Yeah, I love crowds. I love traffic. It's my two favorite things. Oh, traffic! Tell us about the traffic. Where was the traffic? <laughs> On the road and waiting for everything. <laughs> but the Colorado side of the monument? <laughs> Delos. Yeah. Waiting for everything. <laughs> we, I think we just lost him, people. Yeah. Um, the Colorado <laughs> side of the monument, though, is very quiet. And there's yeah. some, one there, the Ruppel Point Trail has a great view of um, Echo Park. Okay. And it's overlooking the Colorado where it meets the Yampa, basically. And it's just. Cool. Green River, rather. And the Yampa is the longest undammed river in the western U.S. Damn. Hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Damn. No dam. Oh. Yeah, no dam. Damn. Come on. I Keep it straight. It's, no dam. But they're trying to divert water at some point into the front range, so there you go. Just It was a really cool place. That That's it for trips. Okay. Unless Delo had some he wanted to mention. Some gardening tips, perhaps? No, no, no. Trips, not tips. <laughs> okay. Come on. Um, yeah, Dilo's got nothing but crickets, people. <laughs> I haven't actually been away from my house or my yard in months. Oh, my gosh. Uh, months. Sounds awesome. Guess wow. what, folks? Months. We, we've got some interesting mailbag letters for you this oh. month. This is our mailbag music, too, by no, the way. No, dude. No, this is my music. Dude, this is, this is our music for everything, so, so get into it, man. Hey, we don't have a big budget here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, this is a very low-budget operation, in case you didn't know. So we've got three letters this month that I'm, I'm going to share with our listeners. Let, let me get some music queued up here. Some of Dilo's favorite music. So Ron D. left a comment on Potomatic. After spending 15 minutes on the CT podcast, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> this podcast could provide good info, but doesn't. At least not the first 15 minutes when I logged off. I realize Mags knows the CT like the back of his hand, but this podcast doesn't provide any insight into his expertise, and the meaningless banter is awful. Thanks, Ron, for the positive comment on Potomatic. <laughs> you know, I think we should have more meaning, mindful and meaningful banter. Yeah. The next letter is from, <laughs> from Greg L. via Facebook. Dang, you guys are quick on the ball this month. Congratulations on your one-year anniversary and on what is becoming a trail culture institution. Whoa. Wow. That's heavy. As a Midwestern family man and former thru-hiker starved for trail talk, I find your podcast a refreshing and humorous connection to all things trail. Here's to another year of excellence. That's Greg from Facebook. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. We appreciate it. And last but not least, Mick on Potomatic left the following comment. Say what? I clicked to leave a comment and the Potomatic reset the show back to minute 0.0 beginning of the show. So far, I've heard only the meaningless banter and babble of boulderites that love to hear themselves talk. Is this how most CDT hikers spend their hours of solitude along the trail, babbling nonstop to themselves just to avoid the sounds of silence? Do all boulderites avoid silence? Meetups, movie reviews, beer, 
Wow. Innovative. Next, you'll start gossiping about the social interactions of the Hollywood stars. And is uh, there's a bit of gr- gra- grammatical issues here, so bear with me. And is what is with all the acronyms? Podcast titles, all acronyms? Tailoring your program to a small clique of friends who speak the same narrow jargon? So far, nothing having anything to do with hiking, terrain, wilderness values, peak climbing, ridge running, environmental ethics? (laughs) Question mark. What is the purpose of this show? Oh, here. Here we go. News, not... Airport, Snickers, oh, here we go. Hikers somewhere got their water cash stolen. Where? Oh, New Mexico. Loveland Avalanche, oh, a month ago. P-Mags, what? Inside joke, P-Mags, are you talking about the hiker, host, or automatic weapon magazines? (laughs) (laughs) You all should be sitting around a cafe table on Pearl Street talking among yourselves. Radio presence lacking. Never again will I spend 20 minutes here. Less beer, less banter, less meaningless jibber-jabber. More trails. Not impressed with the 501c3 that is supporting this. (laughs) Even took a shot at the Continental Divide Trail Coalition, which they they really have nothing to do with us. This is is an amazing You know, I would love to hear a silent podcast (laughs) about trail ethics. Let's start. Ready? One, two, three. Poop off the trail. All right, so... Bury your toilet paper. (laughs) 5,000 feet gain with your down Cuban fiber sleeping bag. (laughs) So to follow up those great mailbag uh, comments we had this month... Treat your water with a SteriPen. We had a bunch of beer and bandwidth sponsors, so... Oh, well, we we forgot one important mailbag notice from Curtis Ware. What? I don't have it. The Curtis Ware? The Curtis Ware. The Curtis Ware from the trail show? He was hiking the Ozarks. Remember this? He mentioned it. That's right. What happened to Curtis Ware? He was hiking through the Ozarks and he meets a hiker or two from Texas. So, you know, Curtis Ware's hiking through the Ozarks. Yeah. And he meets some people backpacking. He's like, my name's Curtis Ware. And And the people say, You are the Curtis Ware from the trail show? And he's like, Uh,. I am. I don't know what to say. But but he was. He was like, <laughs> but he yes, was. that, that so, is me. I am the Curtis Ware. So, Curtis Ware, we're happy to make you a, a minor celebrity here with our Trail Show Nation listeners. That's In the right. Ozarks, no doubt, where it is very hard to become a celebrity. Is that, it? That's true. there's no one there? Or what, what? It's just hard to become a celebrity if you live in the Ozarks, you know? It's, it's easier if Maybe you live in should... Los Angeles, for example. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All our Los Angeles listeners. Yeah. Beer and bandwidth sponsors. What do you got, POD? We have five beer and bandwidth <laughs> sponsors this month. David Zook. Big ups, David Zook. Oh, yeah. Zook, Zook, Zook. Theodore Bachman. Bachman. Turner. Uh, Ray. <laughs> Ray D. DiCaccio. Chaccio. Yeah, Ray. Ray. Hey, how you doing? Chaccio. Forget about Chaccio. it. Oh, yeah. He's Chaccio. doing the Sierra High Route. Because yeah, of our yeah. trail show. He said he was inspired. He did, he's going to do the Sierra High Road, and nice. he did invite me to go with him. So a- He never oh. heard of it before our show. I might not be with Damn you, you Ray. next recording, because I'll be out there. Oh, man. Um, David Vitti. Vitti. Hey, Vitti. Vitti. Vitti and Didi Chaccio. He's a go good boy. Yeah, Vitti and Chaccio. The Italians are taking over. They are, man. Thank you. Yep. Sorry, Mick. And... <laughs> Angelica F. Mora or Angelica F. Mora. 
Honey Badger is what she goes by. Oh, Oh, cool. Honey Badger. Thanks to all you guys for donating this month. And by the way, all five of those donators got Trail Show stickers sent in the mail. And for the rest of June, anyone who donates $10 or more gets Trail Show stickers mailed directly to them. Deal. And and our Trail Show sticker. Whoa. Our Trail Show sticker. How's that dry dock, man? Oh, it's really good, man. (laughs) Or anyway, we hey. got some trail show stickers that are two point five inches. Oh man! In diameter. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So me- meaningful banter. Quick update on our trail show listeners. So Ghana once again made it into the top ten. No way, dude. And we have a new nation that just broke into the tenth spot. No La- way, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to welcome all our listeners from. Japan. Yeah! I wonder wonder if it was the Japanese that hacked Dilo's email. No, 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 that was the Chinese. 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 Don't don't bring the Japanese. I thought you were going to say Senegal. No, they're way at the bottom, man. Way at the bottom. Are they on the list? Um, I have no idea. I'm just making stuff up. Uh, Yeah, they are actually. No, Senegal is on the list. I think they're at uh, number 37. But I was able to drill down a bit, and um, the bulk of our listeners in Japan are coming from Tokyo and from. The Nagano region, which is where they had the Winter Olympics uh, a couple decades right. back. Oh, cool. It's all that ski talk. Yeah, man. It's all. <laughs> you bastards. They're tuning in for the skiing. They're tuning in for the skiing. All right, folks. I don't blame them. Mags, we need to talk about the Colorado Trail Swag Contest winners. Dilo took the day off to read through all the entries. I read through about tw- 200 entries. So, so, so I, set the I table remember. again. Remind, remind folks about the contest and the rules. Well, and- so Yogi of PCTHandbook.com and her Facebook page, yep. author of the guidebooks, she generously donated some Colorado Trail Swag for us. And we basically brought in three prizes. There's a bandana, yep. a guidebook and town guide, okay, and a super-duper... Ultimate prize, <laughs> and that—that's oh, the music. Man. I'm sorry, I'm going to turn off the baby Einstein cube now. Mick, this one's for you. <laughs> so the super duper prize is the bandana, yeah. the guidebook, the town book, and some other Colorado Trail swag, such as postcards. Okay, so should we start with the third place winner? Yeah, then? Um, there were some being serious, some really excellent entries. It was really hard to decide, but we decided anyway. Well, Dilo sweated through a couple hundred of them yeah. today. Absolutely. It was very studious of me. (laughs) So, Melissa Spencer, on behalf of Sage the Wonder Dog. Oh, yeah? He's doing the CD uh, Colorado Trail this year. The dog? The dog. And he sent in an entry via Melissa Spencer. Is the dog doing it solo or with owners? With owners. Uh, But they sent in a video to show why. He actually has a video... He fetches beer out of the fridge. Oh, I, no this way. is the dog that fetches the beer out of the fridge. I this, saw this. This was yeah. awesome. I, no, this, this is the intern that we've been looking for for a year now. They say, I, you know, Sage, fetch the beer. He opens the fridge, brings the beer over to Melissa's boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. I was, is... I was crying. I laughed. I cried. It was better, better than, than cats. Better than cats. So, Melissa, um, we'll contact you, but let us know. You get a Colorado Trail bandana. How was she not first place? She that's what I want to know. Dog. Yeah. Give that, him a little kerchief. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it yeah. goes well. Uh, second place was from Anna Marie. She had an excellent, excellent entry. Oh, my God. Anna Marie, you touched my heart. He, Dilo's was got that the one, Dilo? Anna Marie, you touched my heart. She she had an excellent I was entry. Verklempt. 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 It was just so. Uh. Anyway, Anna Marie, she wrote this excellent <laughs> entry. She um, did some outdoor, um, I forget who she was working for, Maine, but she saw people on top of Katahdin finishing the AT. Oh, wow. They're, they're popping champagne. They're all happy. They can, you know, finish the dream. And she was inspired. 
Uh, her and her boyfriend are ditching their jobs, and they're going to hike the Colorado Trail this summer. Yeah. And she wrote this wonderful sentence. In all, I want to hike the Colorado Trail to allow myself to be back outside and experience again the freedom of living and exploring outdoors. Awesome. And, and that's what, to me, the long, hiking the long trails are all about. Man, so, In my opinion, Anna Marie should have won. Well... <laughs> She really should have won. Well, you were yeah. voted down, sir. But she gets the town guide and Actually, the handbook. Nobody really cool. consulted my opinion on any of these, despite the do. fact that I spent the entire day reviewing. Yeah, them. but even if we have con- consulted you, you wouldn't have responded. Well, then why did you make me spend the entire day Respect reviewing my them? Because exactly. we need we need to give you something to do besides gardening. So the first place winner of Is. our Colorado Trail Swag contest that's going to get a lot of good stuff. From Yogi at PCTHandbook.com is Michael Lockhire. Yeah! And you know this one? And this one. Congratulations, Michael. I have to read this one and I'll briefly explain why I like this so much. Okay. So I'll read this one. It's entire. It's fairly short. My reason for hiking the Colorado Trail has nothing to do with fried chicken, coffee, or even chocolate for afters. What? Stop, dude. No. My reason for wanting to hike the CT is very simple. Oh, yeah. Time with my son. Oh, okay. The summer of 2012. <laughs> no, Dilo's a we father. Lost him. Dilo, please give the... Settle re- down, man. Oh, sorry. I'm going to mute right. your mic. Settle down. The summer of 2012, <laughs> my son and I have begun doing some backcountry um, backpacking camping. Why did you mute me? Oh, you didn't. <laughs> I have re-fallen in love with this fantastic state in which we live. Oh, by the way, I'm a Colorado native. He and I have gone on some one- and two-nighters, trying to work our way up to a week or two, hopefully, this summer. He is now 13. Seems that the only time we're not fighting is when we're hiking. Some dads and sons have baseball. Some have football. And we have camping. Nice. My goal dream is to through-hike the CT the summer before he turns 16, and I turn 45. That would be 2015. I'd love to see Colorado's high country with him. I hope that isn't too sappy. Wow. Very good letter. I've read that one, too. See, now here's, here's why I chose Marie. it. Yeah, because coming? when I was 12 years old, my dad, who worked a lot, a lot of overtime, yeah. he spent a whole weekend. He took a weekend off. You know, money was kind of tight growing up to sure. take a whole weekend off. And we went Mount Lafayette, New Hampshire, with our Boy Scout. My dad was an adult chaperone. Oh, nice. It's my first time in the Appalachian Trail. And I can honestly say, if I hadn't done that hike, who knows if I'd be in Colorado today. Wow. So that one really hit personally. I think it's great he's taking a son out. Who knows what that trip could do for his son going forward. He could be become a future podcaster. He could become a... <laughs> or better yet, a future thru-hiker. Find future himself thru- in a basement <laughs> 35 years from now, drinking <laughs> beer, talking in a microphone every month. <laughs> so thanks, Dad. And I hope, Michael, I hope your son gets to do the same thing. But really, it was a wonderful entry, and we'll contact all... They were just amazing entries. Very cool. And we hope to post a video of Sage the Wonder Dog. We'd like to thank everyone that entered the CT uh, Trail Swag Contest this month. And the folks that, that won, our third, second, and first place winners, get ready. Keep, keep your eyes on your mailbox. You're going to be getting some swag here soon. We'll be contacting you soon. Again, thank you, really. They were excellent entries. Really appreciate it. All right. Uh, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the CDTC fundraiser. So get ready, folks. This podcast doesn't provide any insight into his expertise. And the meaningless banter is awful. The Trail Show. 
Broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. And we are back. Today's show is sponsored by Bison Design Group. A Colorado-based company providing marketing communication solutions to businesses around the world, Bison Design Group specializes in creating brand identities for startup companies and is currently running two specials for The Trail Show listeners. Special number one. 500 glossy business cards using recycled paper and soy-based inks. Boom. Designed, printed, and delivered to your door for a mere $100. And special number two, custom WordPress websites for your business allowing you to control your website with ease. Starting at only $800. Use discount code THETRAILSHOW. If your business is looking to attract a specific kind of customer and you want someone to help, visit bisondesigngroup.com. Bison Design Group, marketing communication solutions. Check them out, Trail Show Nation. That's right. Mags, we went to the CDTC fundraiser. Actually, it's interesting. Three of us went to the CDTC yeah. fundraiser. And three of us are doing trail work trail for, work. for the Colorado Trail. And three, three of, of us went hiking last weekend. Huh? I sense a, hmm. a trend here. Yeah, what's, what's going on, D'Lo? What's up, man? I got a lot of work in my yard that I got to take care of, man. Get on the trail! All right, I dude. will soon. I will soon. All I'm right. almost done. I just got another uh, four cubic yards of mulch to move. Oh, geez. But uh, we went to the CDTC fundraiser. In at, Golden, Colorado. At the American Mountaineering Center, which is well worth visiting in its own right. And they're raising funds to help preserve, promote, and protect the CDT. Check it out. We have links on our Facebook page. If you can, give five bucks if you can. You get a... Elk Bugle shout out, which boom, which I don't even know what it is, but sounds pretty cool. An and, elk comes to your house and shouts out, yeah, your name. gives you a shout out. And if you look on our Facebook page, which links to the CDTC page, um, there's the video that POD and I did around the campfire where we talk about what the CDT means to us. Wow, with a link to the, the crowdfunding campaign, it's for a very worthy cause. And um, I think POD has a great expression about it. Gandhi and I, we uh, <laughs> we, we collaborated. <laughs> A while ago, we came up with this phrase. If not us, then who? If not now, then when? <laughs> Man, you worked with Gandhi on that, huh? Yeah. That's but impressive. Ga- and Gandhi, peeps. you know Gandhi would have supported the CDTC. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. So okay. check it out. Give some five bucks if you can, ten bucks, whatever you can, and help out the CDTC and the CDT. Preserve this wonderful, wonderful crown jewel of the American Long Distance Hiking Trail. Mags and POD. In three words or less, can you tell our listeners what the CDT means to you? Big trail. <laughs> Meeting my husband. Whoa. Whoa. That's that's heavy. I thought you met your husband before the CDT. Though. Yeah, but you know, you don't really you know, you don't really get to know someone until you've hiked five thousand miles together. You said that. So did you yo yo the CDT? Is yeah, that... we did. Oh no, kidding! I think yep. you mean wow. combined because they did other trails together too. So last week we had our first ever trail show meet and greet oh, at Cannonball God. Creek Brewing Company. Meetups, meetups, Hollywood stars. What? Also in Golden, Nick, Colorado. Nick, are you listening right now? We're like. <laughs> 45 to 60 minutes into the show. Did you make it this far? <laughs> Dude, he's, yeah. Give it a rest. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. So so we had our meetup, and um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we saw a lot of familiar faces, and we saw a few faces that we had never seen before. Yeah, it was really, really great to meet some of our listeners. Um, some people surprised me in a good way. They don't have any uh, interest necessarily hiking the long trails. They just like talking about the outdoors and being the outdoors, and they like our shtick for some reason. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I, actually, I think most people came for the beer. Probably. Yeah. I know I did. So That's why I came. Yeah, It was good, too. And Dilo actually came for the Trails and Elves uh, meetup. Oh, yeah. I wasn't was... actually part of the Trail Show meetup because I don't know if anybody's noticed, but I want really nothing to do with the Trail Show. <laughs> it's why I don't go hiking with these guys. It's why I don't go <laughs> or charity events. I don't go to their charity events. You avoid so I, you avoid beer for afters. So I was avoiding I, beer for afters. So th- there was a guy there that was yeah, was looking for the Trails and Elves meetup. <laughs> trails and Elves is real. And name, I by can't the remember way. his name, but he was from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And he came over and just you know started talking to us, as did some other folks, because they thought we were the Trails and Elves. And uh, anyway, so we started chatting, and he sat there for a good like fifteen minutes or so. Went and got a beer and drank it, and then he was like, "So." Um, is that a wedding ring? Because, you know, my ring, <laughs> my ring doesn't, it's not like your standard wedding ring, you know? Right. Sure. And uh, I was like, uh, yeah, it is. And he was like, oh, who are you married to? And I was like, that guy over there. And, and, he, it, and then all, all that you could hear in the entire brewery was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was like, well, how long have you been married? And really? Wow. Yeah, so, uh, it's going to be three years this. Three? Is that right? Two? Come on. Three? You don't know? Remember. Oh, uh, my God. I said I'm, the correct number. Which, I'm going to go cry. Two. No. I, I think three. it's three. Okay. It's three. I said it's going to be three years this. Oh, is it, I think it might be four. <laughs> no, it's three. Is I it three? said it is. I said it's going to be three years this summer. And he was like, oh, wow. Well, that's cool. And then he like grabbed his beer glass and rolled out. He rolled out, people. <laughs> he was wow. Done. He was done. As he should, because I was getting ready to throw some karate on that dude. Yeah, right. He misunderstood the word meetup. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Well, he rolled over to the Trails and Elves after that. No, he kind of disappeared oh, altogether, yeah. But no, it was cool. It was a good time. We were there for two actually over 2 hours I and I uh, felt like it was like 4 or 5 I know Dilo you were you were really getting nervous at the end you were ready to roll out He wanted to go mulching or something Yeah spread some mulch <laughs> I don't know But yeah we we got to thank Cannonball Creek Brewing Company once again for the beer for the last show and for providing good beer for our our meet and greet yeah, um it was and, good And I got a feeling we're going to be back at that brewery for another meet and greet in the or, future in general, pay attention to our Facebook page. We've decided to do something new. We're not going to do formal meet and greets. Yeah. Just, hey, we're going to Southern Sun Brewery about an hour. Meet us there if you want. Yeah. It's going to be spontaneous. Pay attention to the Facebook page. <laughs> Keep wow. It, have it on speed dial. Get those pay alerts attention. on your cell phone. <laughs> Subscribe to our RSS feed. That's right. You right. sound so authoritative. I, mean, I, I know, man. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> pay attention, D-Lo. I am. Yeah, dude, we have a telegram coming in or something? What's going on? Vacuum tubes. And now it's time for Terrell News with Mr. Paul Magnati. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if this is the proper uh, order for these segments. It's sure okay. It it's okay. Oh, actually, no, it is because that's what it says on our uh, <laughs> Yeah, D-Lo. List. Okay. You got to relax. So, we'll make this quick, so we got to do it quick. Hiker hostel near AT denied in Front Royal. Really? Some guy was trying to open a hiker hostel. It wasn't in the town of Front Royal itself, unincorporated Front Royal hmm. in the county. And they were like, no, we don't want a hiker hostel here because they're near our children. There's a bus stop nearby. Oh, my gosh. So they're like, what? 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 I mean, hikers, you know, they want a shower. They want a burger. They want a beer. They were very they, threatening, you know. They don't want to be anywhere near the bus stop. 
D-Lo, come on. Sorry. My microphone was sagging. Yeah, I wonder why. You're leaning on it. <laughs> You're leaning. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, ah. It's <laughs> like having a chimpanzee in the studio. <laughs> Almost a serious <laughs> one, too. Is, is, you know, as soon as I cue up the, the trail news music, he loses that's, it. that's when D-Lo like, completely checks out. That's why I got to make it quick. So America's Great Outdoors from our friend Ranger Chris, the Clone Ranger. The Clone Ranger. That's Boom. his email address. Secretary Jewell announces designation of 28 national recreation trails in 18 states. Whoa. Max Patch, remember that? was vandalized a few months ago. Yeah. What happened with that? Well, they caught the vandals, and they're almost done restoring it. And what, what happened to the vandals, Steve? Fined, like a $5,000 fine. Okay. Whoa, that's heavy. Well, hit them in the pocketbook, man. Which, yeah. considering what they did, though, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. And to the credit of the local four wheel four wheeler club, came out there and helped rehabbed. Oh, cool. How, how did they find them? Was it a crowdsourcing effort? <laughs> it might have been, but you know, a lot of people like to brag. And it's a small community, and as yeah. I was really impressed, the four wheeler club came out there and helped rehabbed it. You Very know, cool. not my thing, but as long as they do in legal areas, cool. And yeah. I think a lot of four wheelers are like that. You know, just four wheelers are fun, man. <laughs> never done it. I. I'll, I'll tell you some stories later. But, All right. You know, that's that's the redneck edition of our... I, I don't want to ruin my Oh, we can have a here. redneck edition of the trail show. Huh? It, it sounds like yeah. a bonus show. Yeah. yeah. We could charge like a couple bucks. Then we could do the Guido. We could charge edition. $9.99 on Dude, iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about that later. Max, continue. Uh, tra- tragedy at Trail Days. Yeah, I heard about this. Um, I haven't found all the news yet. It's still kind of cloudy, but it looks like the gentleman driving a car had a medical condition, had possibly a heart attack or a stroke. Um, injured, ran, literally ran over some through hikers at trail days down in Damascus. Wow. Yeah. One some person went to, go to the, the hospital. Right? Well, yeah, injuries. One person go to the hospital. Hmm. Well, it was just psychologically. It really impacts trail days. That's all people talked about. And yeah. So very. Put a damper it? on the weekend. For yeah. Sure. It blew up all over the internet, you know, Facebook. Sure. And so kind of a tragedy. Um, speaking of tragedy, um, not as injury, but portion of JMT closed due to rock slide. Okay. Near, near Vernal Falls towards Yosemite Valley. There's an alt route in place, though. Here's what I think. And one person, well, it doesn't affect through hikers. And I said, well, you know, the JMT here is going to take umbrage not being called through hikers. Ooh, because they can't actually hike the, the no, no. trail tread? Or? Implying that because they're not PCTers, they're not through hikers. Oh, come on. I'm sure I was innocent, but you know me. I yeah. can't be sarcastic here. Yeah. No, I like it. It's good. Uh, Long Trail Tavern reopening. Anyone do the Long Trail here? It was closed? I have. It was closed right at Route 15, Little why, River. Why did they close it? Wait a minute. That's not the end of the Long Trail. No, no. This okay, is this long, is different. This is northern Vermont and the Long Trail. Wait, what is it? The Long Trail Inn at what? Long Trail Tavern. Oh, okay. Hmm. Outside of Johnson. No, I haven't been there. And it was well known among Long Trail circles. It's reopening under new management. Looks like they're totally rehabbing the place. So there you can pick up a burger and a long trail ale before hitching the Johnson Bayou groceries at the newly reopened grocery store. You That's know, fantastic. I, I haven't done that northern section of the long trail, and neither has POD, right? Maybe I'll do it in the summer. I would do it in the fall. It's a good fall hike. Well, maybe I'll do it in the summer, July. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> you know, the northern Have portion fun. of the long trail is beautiful. It's kind of a lot of ups and downs. They take pride in the fact they don't maintain as well as the AT. Okay. But uh, it's cool. I would love to do it in the They park. actually unmaintain. They have trail maintainers that go in and, like, destroy rock stops and put <laughs> they, a ranch. They throw trees. <laughs> cut down <laughs> trees. Dilo, have you done that section? I have, yeah. I've actually section hiked the long trail. You, you section hiked it? I did, yeah. You didn't through hike it? No. 
You were a section hiker. Uh, so I hiked, you know, the southern half of the long trail when I came through on the AT, and that counts, everybody. <laughs> that counts. Very defensive, isn't yeah. it? And then I pieced together a long trail and to end hike via sections over a couple of years, yeah. Favorite section of the northern half of the LT? Um, Gun to your head. I don't really remember. Gun it was to your so head. so long ago. I really like Mount <laughs> Mansfield. Camel's Hump? Mansfield. Okay. I like Mansfield. I like the Hump, too. I like Camel's Hump. Although mm. I probably have to say that like some of my favorite sections were those that I did by myself, where I had a nice lengthy hitchhike back through Vermont to get back to my car, you know? Because uh, there's a lot of trails that cross, or a lot of roads that cross the long trails, so... Um, and it's not a far ride down from the crest of the greens to uh, the valleys where you can then hitch up to the next uh, road and catch it up to the trail. Yeah, that's right. Lots of hitchhiking in Vermont. It, Vermont is the most friendly state in the USA to hitchhike in. Bringing it back. So it is. I was going to say my favorite long trail memory real quick. Was I, just, I, I, just, I just played D-Lo out. Sorry. Go that's ahead. Okay. That's okay. It's fine, man. I don't really care. I've been moving a lot of mulch today. <laughs> Camel's Hump. I had it all to myself, 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's a beautiful day. You could see the Adirondacks, Lake Champlain. You mm-hmm. could see into Canada. You could see the whites. It's above Treeline, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And all the way south to where you started. It was a beautiful, awesome day. Oh, actually, I had a beautiful experience on Mansfield, actually. Stop playing that music. I'm about to talk about something here. I actually tried to sleep out on Mansfield. Back to Manx. And, um, and it worked pretty well. I was sleeping above Treeline on a rock. Would you please stop with the freaking static? I'm trying to talk here. This is serious. Hey, and a, hey D-Lo, what? look. No, I don't want any more cookies. I've had enough cookies. <laughs> so, and so, you know, I slept out on Mansfield above Treeline. This is after I hiked um, the PCT, so I was all about sleeping above Treeline in New England, which is kind of sketchy because the weather is not as stable as out west. So around 3 in the morning... That big cloud that I had been spying, you know, in the distance, <laughs> slowly engulfed me and started to drizzle on me. And when you're sleeping above tree line at three in the morning, the last thing you want is to get drizzled on. Would you cut the crickets, please? This is serious. This is serious. Mick, this one's for you. This is serious trail talk, Mick. Um, so, yeah, it sucks, man, because I'm not like Mags. I can't just roll over and get my down bag soaked and continue sleeping. I can't do that. Uh, Mags, D-Lo's like Barry Sanders. You can put a defensive perimeter around him, but you can't contain him. No one can contain the D-Lo. That's right. All right, continue, sir. <sighs> P.O.D., what, what were you going to say? Um, it doesn't have to do with it, but I'm going to say it anyway. You can cut it out later. So you guys talked about the hump or whatever? Camel sump. Camel sump. Okay. So Sarah and I were having a conversation about running and, and running vests. Is and, this the Sarah from the pepper letter? Yes. Okay. Continue. And um, about the camelback. And she was like, yeah, I, I just like, I've known about camelbacks for years. And it just dawned on me this year why they're called camelbacks. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, because you carry it on your back and camels store water in their hump. And I was like... <laughs> No, they don't store water in their hump. She was like, they don't? And I was like... So why do they have that hump then? They, it's, it's like fatty tissue and stuff. But It's a fuel tank. Just, where, where do camels store their water? <laughs> I was like, sorry. All right, let's bring it on back All to right. bags. So that gets into our Ask a Hiker section. <laughs> where, dear D-Lo, where do camels store their water? So, some Everest news, which I thought was pretty interesting. 80-year-old, speaking of Japan, summits Everest. Oldest person on the planet. 
to summit Everest. <laughs> but there was an 81-year-old just behind him. Uh, did did the 81-year-old make it? I'm totally serious. And he made it? As far as you know, yes. Actually, I think the 80-year-old... Um, Choked the 81-year-old. Pushed him off the ladders. (laughs) This is no exaggeration. He summited, like, within a few weeks, an 81-year-old came. He wanted chocolate for after. He pushed the 81-year-old off the ladder on the Kumbu Icefall. (laughs) Well, it's funny you bring that up, though. So did you know there's a 52% um, success rate now on Everest? Versus 20 years ago. There's actually an article in this hmm. month's National Geographic about how overcrowded Everest is. And exactly. And but there's an article every decade in Outside Magazine about how overcrowded but Everest is. They want to put a ladder on Hillary Step, which is the last technical portion, essentially, because it's a huge bottleneck there. Let's make it as easy as possible there. so we can so, get as many people I, as I possible. I thought it was interesting. But coming back more to our hiking world, did you hear about the 14ers through hike? Yes. Yes. This Fort- looks interesting. 14ers, 14ers.thruhike.com. It's going to be 1,300 miles, mm. 250,000 gain, feet gain. That's a lot of vert. It's like a lot of super slams Dude, all together. That's, that's like 100 Everests. Uh, pff, without without ladders. Yeah. D- redo your math, D-Lo. That- no, it is. But Okay, so is, is it 10 Everests? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's July, he's starting July 20th at Calibra. Which is a he's starting down wait, south. Wait, where is he yeah. starting? Calibra. Culebra. Is that how you guys say it here? No, that's Calibra? how that's how Maggie over here says it. Culebra. I don't, I don't speak Spanish. Well, I know, but I've, I just noticed that sometimes the locals pronounce the Spanish words incorrectly, and so Bobby? I never know. Bobby, well, we say it. So as do people Calibra. say Calibra here? No, they don't. Well, that, that's how I've heard it pronounced. No, that's that's you're terrible. Like, it is awful, dude. Well, it's like Buena, Buena Buni. You got to call it Buni. Buni no, that's why I call it BV because I can't handle the slaughter <laughs> of the language. Del Norte. We call it Buena Vista, Del Norte, and we call it Calibra. No, Calibra. Well, by God. Well, anyway, he's starting at the Colorado New Mexico border, essentially, on the. For it's privately owned. Oh, hmm. oh, so, that yeah, that that one. So Spanish language. Starting there, um, I can't pronounce his name. Speaking of it, June Duad. Is that about right? Whoa, let's keep it family friendly here. I don't know How's what you just spelled? said, but it sounded ve- a, um, well. Flagrant. It's Arabic. Oh, J U N A I D. Junaid. Junaid. D W D A W A D. Duad. D A W A D. Yeah. Duad. And Luke Demuth. Luke oh, it's going to be two guys. Why did the moose? Yes. Wait, so what are they doing? They're hiking 13? all the 14ers as a through hike. Wow. And it's yeah. going to be 13,000 miles? 1,300. Come on, man. Dude. D-Lo, dude, you're, you're completely out to lunch. Here. How many Everest is that? <laughs> <laughs> so moving along. Anyways, check it out. 14ersthruhike.com. 14ers is spelled 1-4-E-R-S. A uh, new outbreak of norovirus in Pennsylvania. It's like following the oh through hiker horse. Wasn't yeah, it in hot why. springs last month? Or, or There's the some month like before? skanky, skeevy hikers who aren't using good hygiene. That's Always. Like hmm. But I mean, norovirus, I mean, maybe there's so many people on the AT now, quite frankly. Yeah, too much poop on the trail. Use Purell, wash your hands. Yeah, come on. Don't dip your hands into somebody else's gorp bag. And people, you read the boards. People are like, oh, I was going to do a section hike in Pennsylvania. Now, read, read the boards, man. Disco, that's the trail tip of the month, man, right there. No, the RDL was the trail tip can of the month. Can we get like some of that crazy no. heavy metal music Next and I can item. say... Next item. Crazy heavy no. metal music no. and I say don't no. dip your hands yeah. into somebody so, else's... <laughs> bringing it back. Bringing it back. So, norovirus in Pennsylvania following the through hiker horde. I'm sure two months from now it'll be in Massachusetts or something. Yeah. Um, 
this is a big one. Change in REI return policy. Oh, my God. Dude, stop. No. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? So before they had unconditional guarantee whenever. Well, there's a lot of people who abused it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Say the least. Oh, these boots with no tread and busted sole. The, the stories are legendary. I, I once heard story of a gentleman that returned an Easter Mountain Sports coat to REI. REI doesn't sell <laughs> Eastern Mountain Sports products, but they actually accepted his return and really? gave him store credit. Wow. Unbelievable. Son, you paid $400 for that jersey 10 years ago? No problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we'll give you $400 in store credit oh. today. <laughs> Your backpack is all blown out and you've had it for 10 years? Pfft, no problem. So what's the new policy? The new policy, it's still very generous. You still have a year to return it, no questions asked. Hmm. Which, for honest customers, that's not going to be a problem. And the lifetime defect warranty is still in place. So it's legitimate. So you can't turn your Eastern Mountain Sports coat after 10 years. Yeah, or your hiking shoes with soles just happen to wear out after hiking. You know, I've heard stories of people going to the REI in Washington State, Seattle, the headquarters, after doing the PCT. Yeah. And they return their gear. That's horrendous. That's terrible. I mean, come on. No one, none of our trail show listeners would do anything as horrific as that. Yeah. So I know this doesn't apply to the folks that listen to this show, but good grief, people. Speaking of the PCT. Oh, yeah. Powerhouse fire. Did you hear about that? No. Mm. Portion of PCT closed. Parts of trail affected as well. Near the Andersons. The Andersons almost had a detour. I mean, be evacuated, huh. rather. Not too far from the Softleys, Agua Dulce. Okay. Did I pronounce that right? Dulce. Yeah. Kind right. of close yeah. enough. Well, he called it Agua Dulce. You know, I was pronouncing Aqua Dulce. Aqua Dulce, and they looked at me kind of funny. But anyway. Bobby, I don't want you to play with that Vietnamese boy anymore. So, p- parts of trail affected as well near the Andersons. There's a detour in place. Southern California is dry. Please pay attention to the fire restrictions. I don't care what justification you have. Just suck it up. Use a canister stove. Yeah, you know, go with it. Finally, this isn't really news, but it's more of a tip for one of our readers yeah, on our Facebook page. I always enjoy your show. Here's a hint to keep your water cache safe based on the stolen water cache. Oh, yeah, this is good. This is actually a really cool tip. Hmm. Add a little food coloring to the water to get a nice yellow or green color. Then make the water container look a bit old and dirty. Who would touch where it looked like that? Only you will know it's perfectly fine by Ron White. Wow. That's that's actually that's a really cool tip. Brilliant, yeah. just simply. Brilliant. And you guys drink ye- yellow water anyway. I would take it, but I wouldn't yeah. steal someone's water. Cache. If you also add some bad bologna to it, then you would really <laughs> ensure the safety of your water. Oh, yeah, cache. just slide some uh, bologna slices into your gallon <laughs> jugs. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> bad bologna. Yeah, slide yeah. some bologna. Anyway. Actually, slices. I think there's I think there is an electrolyte bologna flavored drink out there. <laughs> I'm sure you, there you know, is. it's kind of like it's like someone put a big turd in the punch bowl. <laughs> Well, that's all our news for this month. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to Mags's Trail News. Um, we're going to skip around here. We're going to do Trail of the Month before we get into our Ask a Hiker segments. But first, I'm not going to make it that long, man. We have to go to break. The Trail Show, less gear, more beer. We're actually not doing too bad.
broadcasting live from 5,400 feet above sea level. It's the Trail Show. All right, folks, let's check in on that dry dock brew we've all been sipping on this segment. I'm actually back on my um, back on the IPA once again. The uh, good grief, I'm gonna have to pull the can out. I've already. I want to. I want to say modus hoparane, but that's not correct. Hop abomination from dry dock. Is that hop abomination? Is that what it's called? Obama. (laughs) What do you guys? You've got the apricot, which I'm, I actually wish we had bought a 12 of apricot. That stuff is deadly. The apricot. It's yeah. not overly sweet. It's a good summer bear. It really is. It's right on par with the apricot. Dilo, you got the heffy. I'm drinking the heffy now, but the apricot was my favorite. I love, the, I love apricots. What are you drinking, P.O.D.? Uh, I have moved on to agua. Oh, geez. But um, I did enjoy the apricot as well. Nice. I love it. And I did not enjoy the hoppy sip that I just took from your can. With that, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about the trail of the month. All right, everybody be quiet. We're going to let them get through this really fast. This is going to be good stuff, folks. Trail of the month, we actually mentioned it in one of the early episodes, the Oregon Desert Trail. It's, uh, it's a 750-mile-long trail that starts just outside Bend, Oregon, one of my favorite towns. And from Bend, it heads east out into the desert. So it's basically the brainchild of Brent Fenty an Oregon native and Oregon Natural Desert Association executive director since 07. Uh, Brent completed the PCT. He's a a throw hiker. He wanted to basically, you know, lay out a trail that highlighted the desert and often overlooked wire places that deserve protection in Oregon. Yesterday, the Oregon Desert Trail's first through hiker ever. Yes. Set off from Bend. Ever? First no through way. hiker ever set off from Bend. Her name's Sage Clegg. She's a triple crowner. I, I didn't, I don't know her. Didn't you guys recognize the name, Sage Clegg? I recognize the name. Okay, Mags, you know who she is. Anyway, she took off yesterday from Bend. Um, Carrying she, about two months of water. <laughs> <laughs> so the deal with the ODT is that it, it links existing trails, two-track Jeep roads of varying conditions, other four-wheel dr- wheel drive roads and historical wagon roads and cross-country terrain um basically the info i got from from onda which is your your new favorite acronym there mick um it's it's a grand enchantment trail like experience (laughs) essentially the the get is kind of um an odt like route that pieces together existing infrastructure and cross-country to link many of the regions and natural wonders there are 12 towns and cities that pass through or near the odt well that's cool Wait, they pass through the ODT? Or near the ODT. Doesn't the ODT? And, and some of these towns are well known for their hotels and milkshakes. Ooh. Wow, far out. And those would be French Glen and Fields, respectively. Right. All the girls in the yard. The ODT passes through U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Refuge. I could teach uh, you. Forest Service okay. land, BLM land, state land, two wilderness areas, and get this, 19 wilderness study areas. Boom. Sounds Damn. pretty remote and wild. Yeah, it is. Um, well, it sounds like you need to carry all of your water for the ODT with you. <laughs> well, you know what? You the can H2O a- on the ODT. No, you have to carry two months of water, right? No, you, you don't need to carry two months of water. There is naturally occurring water some, somewhere <laughs> along the 750-mile route of the ODT. 
Oh my gosh, man! You know, come on, D'Lo. I was just trying to confuse our listeners. That's so, all. so the western terminus is in the Oregon Badlands Wilderness, just outside Bend, which I mentioned earlier. And the eastern terminus is Lake Oahe State Park, roughly twenty miles from the Idaho border. Wow! And you know what? Call me crazy, but I'm thinking with a little more cross country, you could link. Um, the eastern terminus of that trail and the Idaho Centennial Trail. That'd be one heck of a remote through hike. It would, and then from the Idaho Centennial Trail, you could hit the Pacific Northwest Trail. Man, you could. You, you I, I almost see hike. a loop. I almost, and then you could hit the PCT, come back down. PCT comes near Bend. We're talking like a twenty-five hundred mile loop hike, Dilo. Damn, I know, dude. So, and also, Mags, you'll appreciate this. The largest herd of California bighorn sheep in the nation is in the OE Canyonlands. Are you into sheep? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy man. oh boy oh. all right so so anyway um I, as i mentioned before sage clegg a triple crowner is off on a through hike of the odt you can follow her hike uh by going to onda.org slash desert trail that was a lot of letters and, and while you're over there why don't you hit the donate button for the onda folks they're uh they're doing everything they can to to get this good trail on the map i think it'd be a great through hike I do too. Yeah. I mean, you know, pictures would make it look like a really cool. Maybe the three of us could go do it sometime. Maybe I'd say the four of us, but Dilo like mulches and stuff. <laughs> He'd have to bring his own mulch to put down along the trail. <laughs> and, and with that, let's get right into ask a hiker. Oh God, <laughs> are you ready for this, Dilo? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, this month. Yes, sir. Yeah, this month. I'm working on your levels. Go we ahead. Had, uh, we had two Ask a Hiker questions. Hmm. The first one is from Bernard Wolf. Bernard oh, yeah. Wolf says, I... Hey, D'Lo, I forgot to ask you at the meetup the other night if Get on the Trail is one of your quotes. I've seen this on the promotions for National Trails Day yesterday and was wondering if this will create another quote controversy. Whoa! Yes, yes. That's from Bernard Wolf. So, um, Bernard Wolf, I have a, in my response to your email here, which I have uh, documented, I have a, um, a few points to consider here. Um, the first point is that we're still waiting for royalties from Jester's Embrace the Brutality documentary. Um, as I mentioned earlier on the show, the email he produced from 2011 was either a fraud. He has some... Uh, a forgery. A forgery. He has if you will. He has some web development skills. Or that email could correspond to the moment in time when my email was hacked by the Chinese militants. Um the yes. So the militants. So one way or another, that email was a fraud, much like Grandma Gatewood herself. Oh, Dilo, Dilo, please. You... So we've asked Jester to contact her lawyers at legal at the dot com. <laughs> Secondly, we've asked the National Trails Day Consortium to cease and desist, and to also contact our lawyers. Oh my god! It's he's out. He's like Barry Sanders. I said it earlier. And it turns out that we are vigorously copywriting and trademarking our sayings, <laughs> including, my God, Paulie, get on the trail. What are you girls doing on this trail? All of those have a patent pending. <laughs> Finally, any and all inquiries of this nature should be addressed to legal at the com. So hopefully, Bernard, that helps answer your question. Um, we currently are working with an attorney, an attorney to... Um, <laughs> 
contact to work with the National uh, Trails Day Consortium so that we can get our uh, our, our fair share. Okay. What are they going to send people over here to work in the background? <laughs> I could use some help. Believe me, I, I wouldn't mind. You know, you guys, you guys want to do some trail work? Why don't you just hang out here this weekend? I got a wheelbarrow, some shovels. You got a second question, man. We got a second question. Question number two is from a National Geographic Explorer of the Year. Well, no, wow. yes. no, 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 yes. no, no, no. Yes. yes, yes, yes. You and your friends have a really funny show. I listen every month, and it's very entertaining. I laugh, I cry. Usually, it's better than Cats the Musical. <laughs> and as you guys know, I've been leading guided trips to introduce others to the backcountry. In fact, Paulie on the show has helped me out on a few of my wow. trips. So my question for you guys to discuss this month is, how can I bring the banter, camaraderie, and humor of the trail show to my backcountry trips? How can I introduce some of the joyous fun that is so prevalent on the trail show to my guided hikes? And just to cut to the chase, no, I can't pack in beer. Hmm. Who wrote that? Uh, it was a uh, National Geographic Explorer <laughs> of the Year. Okay. Yeah. We'll go unnamed. Okay. That sure. I happen to do yeah. trips with. I yeah. Oh, I don't know who that could be. Okay. So, um, uh, my my response here to the uh, National Geographic Explorer of the Year, who so graciously, you know, got this question to us this month, which is amazing. You know, consider considering if you're a National Geographic Explorer of the Year, you've probably got a pretty busy schedule. Oh yeah, you know? busy schedule. Absolutely. So it's it's very t- it's very we here at the Trail Show oh God, are very appreciative of the fact that this gentleman emailed us. So basically, um, my answer is why not bring the Trail Show out on your backcountry hikes. Uh, Why not have a joint backcountry guided trip with Paulie, D'Lo, Disco, and the Princess of Darkness? But know that D'Lo might not make it. No, I'll be there. Unless I could be there for this. Involved. I could be there for this. We'll do it. We could, uh, it could be a mulch collecting expedition. Sounds like we could get a bonus shot of that, too. Yeah. Gardening with D'Lo. <laughs> no, I thought it was back, backpacking with the trail show and the National Geographic Explorer of the Year. So, yeah. So, I think the answer to your question is bring us with you. Okay. Any objections? Nope. All right. Wonderful. We'll bring the beer. Paulie, can you talk to this National Geographic Explorer of the Year for I, us? I think I could. All right. All right. We're coming. We'll, we'll pack in like 48 to 64 beers. Each. Each. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. That's what I got. All right. So, POD, you, got, yes. you have a ask, ask a she-hiker question? I do. All right. What do you got? Dear Princess of Darkness... I am an avid she-hiker, and I love the backcountry. I usually plan my trips around my moon cycle, but I'm planning a trip that is not convenient for my uterus. Oh, boy. In the civilian world, I am a Diva Cup user, but I am worried about the mess, hygiene, and bears. What do you recommend? Help a sister out. April Menzies Menzies from Redding. Redding, California. (laughs) So do we need to first explain what the Diva Cup is? Yeah, I don't uh, know what the Diva Cup is. The Diva Cup is a menstrual cup. Okay. That what do you is, do with it? It's reusable. So you It's made you, from silicone, right? Yeah, you insert it and then you, you know, clean it out every So you menstruate into this cup? Yeah. And Sweet. then you can reuse it so you're not like Do you do that standing up? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, so... Why uh, was that awkward? 
I don't know. Easy with the crickets. Easy. Okay. Easy. So um, I have used the Diva Cup before. I, I think they're pretty cool, but I don't recommend it for the backcountry <gasps> because of, I think there's some hygiene issues and it's a bit of a mess and it, I don't know. Puss in Boots would beg to differ with you of the Pox and Puss podcast. I know. My issue is not keeping the cup itself clean. My issue is that you're you're introducing. I think you could introduce some bad bacteria into sensitive areas of your body hmm. okay. during insertion. That's my issue. Okay. It's not the cup. It's you know, especially after you've been dipping and sipping a little exactly. bit. Exactly. The female anatomy is, the if issue. you will. So I actually recommend. They're, they're like I am. No one will. No one will. No, dude, no. We don't need to. We don't need to say. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. Oh, well, you. I will. Yes, I will. That yeah. train has left the station a long time I ago. Recommend, oh, I recommend. I uh, recommend. Oh, I will. Actually, using tampons in the backcountry. <clears throat> but I recommend using tampons that have applicators, because I think that it's more uh, hygienic all around. Hygienical for your insides and your outsides. Um, yes. And if you use the, the ones with paper applicators and you have a campfire, you can burn the applicators and sick. If not, you can just pack them out. Um, but yeah, that's what I recommend. Tampons with applicators. Cool. There was a question about bears though. That's been debunked. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That, that's whole thing is bears aren't aren't on the hunt for human menstruation. No, that's oh cool. Old wives tale. I didn't know that. That's just an old wives' tale. That's just an old wives' tale to keep women out of the backcountry. Yeah, that's... What are you girls doing exactly. on this trail here? We're up here, we're up here menstruating. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All of us are menstruating. On this trail, we're menstruating. Maybe that's, could be, that could be a really great comeback for that. Wait, we're you know? menstruating. We're, we're menstruating. menstruating. <laughs> what are you doing down there? So, so when they say this... What are you girls doing up here on this trail? I can say, yeah, we're menstruating. What are you doing? <laughs> it's our moon cycle. Yeah. It's our moon cycle. We're being mindful and meaningful. It's a group menstruation. Come <laughs> join us. <laughs> uh, we've, oh, got, we've got a red tent down there in that little valley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's kind of like, I never, I'm not, no, just, just, let's just, just move on. Right let's just move on. on. All right, it's time for our last segment of the evening, Mags Media's Musings. What do we have Ooh. Tying into our whole theme, Edward Abbey Desert Solitaire, but in particular, a chapter called Down the River. Okay. He was one of the, probably one of the last people to actually raft down in Glen Canyon. Before the dam was They were constructing the dam as he was rafting down it. Unreal. And you can just see that his love of this area and his lamenting what's going to happen to it. Did he use a pack raft? I don't think so. Was oh. that, he actually, and he rafted in blue jeans, too. Really? Yeah. Cotton wow. kills, man. You can't wrap in blue uh, jeans. Ed Abbey was a, a schmuck. He didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just interesting to, as I said, going to Dinosaur, just been on this kick about reading about everything. And to see him again talking about the how beautiful it was and how it's almost a, this cathedral-like area. Now it's buried under two, three, four hundred feet of water, depending, and silt. And all these canes are inaccessible. When yeah. Powell went through, he called it Glen Canyon because it was so beautiful and bucolic and wonderful. And just yesterday, um, just by coincidence, I received a book in the mail called A Place No One Knew. Hmm. It's kind of a classic by Elliot Porter, Glen okay. Canyon on the Colorado. All photos of the Glen Canyon Dam before it was flooded. 
Oh, really? Oh, it's, I need uh, to peek through that. Yeah, I'll show it to you after the show, but it's just um, one moment. That's a thick book, man. Well, it's it's a coffee table book, but you okay. can just see some of the the. I'll show, you can't see it on the podcast, but <laughs> N- not just yet. A, just see the reaction here. Yeah, what you think? Just some really beautiful photos. Oh wow! And that is now inaccessible. Whoa! Very cool. And that again was flooded as a compromise for not flooding Echo Park, and because of flooding Glen Canyon, mm-hmm. on David Brower of the Sierra Club said, "Never again will I compromise." Oh, wow. And shortly after they flooded Glen Canyon, there was a move afoot to flood the Grand Canyon. Hmm. To make a hydroelectric dam in the Glen, uh, Grand Canyon. Can you imagine? Yeah. So Good it all ties in. So, Val- And the sad part of Glen Canyon Dam is it provides hardly any electricity or irrigation water and, and loses God knows how much foot of water from evaporation. Every day. So it's an eyesore. It's they, a bus, Dilo. It's a bus. They call it Lake Fall for a reason. I, I'm yeah. still reading Cadillac Desert. Believe me, guys. I'm still it, reading it. All right. And with that, we want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Today's broadcast of The Trail Show is sponsored by Bison Design Group. A Colorado-based company providing marketing communication solutions to businesses around the world. Bison Design Group specializes in creating brand identities for startup companies and is currently running two specials for the Trail Show listeners. 500 glossy business cards using recycled paper and soy-based inks. Design printed and delivered to your door for just $100. And or custom WordPress websites for your business, allowing you to control your website with ease, starting at $800. Use discount code THETRAILSHOW for either of these two specials. If your business is looking to attract a specific kind of customer and you want someone to help, visit bisondesigngroup.com. Bison Design Group, marketing communication solutions. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. Next month, we're going to be out on Delo's porch for our first ever porch setting episode. We'll be back in July. Stay tuned for that. Until then, for the Princess of Darkness, D'Lo, and Mags, I'm Disco. See you next month. Ciao. Didaciaccio. He's a good boy. Let's go mulching. This month on the Trail Show Bonus Show. Beauty. I don't feel guilt about my canister stove. Do you feel guilt about having reproduced a human? <laughs> oh, whoa. I didn't know we were going she there. She doesn't have any money to buy things yet. She's a carbon footprint. Trust me. Yeah. Well, we just had this warm, fuzzy wow. feeling here in the trail well, show. We know how P.O.D. feels <laughs> about <laughs> reproducing now, don't we? Things got... You're nothing but a carbon footprint. <laughs> things got weird, didn't they? <laughs> The Trail Show Bonus Show, because one show a month just ain't enough. Currently available at cdbaby.com slash cd slash the trail show.